are you ready? Um, ready as I'll ever be. All right, well, here we go. Blackface. Oh. Nightman. There you go. And we're live. Cause you can't, you and you don't stop. Cause you can't, you and you don't stop. Oh, and you can't, you and you don't stop. What's up? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. That was a sure shot by the Beastie Boys, which was Disco Neal's walk-up song for the Yankees. It's walk-up song week. Jake, are you there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you remember when we played, uh, what song was it that we played? Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy? And your visceral reaction was like, wow, that's garbage. Yeah. That's how I feel about this Beastie Boy song. Like, okay. Like, that's bad music. Yeah, I didn't think it was good. I like um, I like Beastie Boy's songs, so it's not every Beastie Boy song. But this one, Disco Neil's walk-up song, the very beginning is fun. And then it just kind of sounds like trash can rattling around does that mean yeah i don't i don't don't know i don't know the ins and outs of that song i know some of the good dc boy songs i haven't heard a lot of that one and it feels like there's a reason and we just heard why alter boy disco neil liked it though maybe i mean alter boy yeah disco neil if you are a baseball player and you get a walk-up song and you can just do because you can't you won't you don't stop like just that part i think that's 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 good the rest of the song not a fan yeah i think i mean i i dubbed disco neil last year for a reason and i think this song kind of shows why struggle with the disco neil they don't fully get it and like if you get Neil Walker, you know, his his dad's a very religious man. Neil's a really re- religious man. And he says, you know what? I'm going to come up to bat to this badass Beastie Boy song. Like, that's 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 a part of the puzzle there for figuring out what Disco Neil is. So, All right. There you go. Let's give everyone a little behind-the-scenes background here. I am coming to you. We're doing this Monday night because I, I, I have to leave for the airport at 3 a.m. It's currently 10.40 p.m. So I'm, a, I'm like, what, five hours away from having to leave for the airport? And I have sure. to record this, and then I have to edit and post this. I have to edit and post Six Pack Cinema True Detective Review. So I'm going to be on no sleep. And then as soon as we, I land in Tampa tomorrow, we're going to be doing stuff until nighttime. So it's a rough stretch for me. Uh, if I could choose a song that would match my mood, it would be Running on Empty. It would be it would be a perfect song choice. Everyone would think of Forrest Gump. They'd understand where I'm coming from. I still haven't packed officially because I have to pack up like the mic and the recorder right. and the computer and everything that I'm going to be using all night. It's going packing is going to be very confusing. So that's where I'm coming to you from for this episode of John Boy and Jake Radio, and we thank you for joining us, Jake. <laughs> and your yours is actually <laughs> the ideal situation compared to me. Are you in I, a closet? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm in a closet. Um, I am coming live from the balcony of the fifth floor of the Howard Johnsons in St. Petersburg. Um, okay. Day. <laughs> new tradition <laughs> um no it uh it, it kind of worked out I, i've mentioned i have family in the area um so does my girlfriend so we did a whole family thing we saw her family then i got to see some of mine so i spent the day with my mother um 
And yeah, it was my first time to St. St. Pete's Beach area. You ever been around here, James? Nope, I have not. Okay. Well, I've got I've got some funny stories if you if you'd like me to go. I want to know why you're on the balcony and 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 why why I can't see your face. So it's like beach town vibes. I think there is a balcony light, but I'm not going to turn it on. It'd be nice um, if you could turn it on. But like there's not like a workspace. Like it's it's like beach town. Like they've never put in a workspace in this hotel. Um so it's it would be bathroom, which would be echoey and me screaming to you. Mm-hmm. Or it was balcony. Uh and I kind of went balcony. It's a nice night. Um but yeah, it's it's a little beach town. Dude, I haven't done a lot of the US like vacation beach towns. Does that make sense? Like there's a lot of families and stuff doing things here. And I guess we, we normally just did Rhode Island or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. There, there's some good like tiki bars and stuff like that. Um, I wouldn't say it's like a, a fancy town. Um, no shots fired at any of our St. St. Pete's beach listeners. Um, but yeah, had, had a couple pretty lady drinks around the beach. Uh, enjoyed a nice day with my mother. Um, and yeah, just I've I've had three alcoholic beverages every day for the last five days, and each meal has been over a thousand calories. So I'm just it feels my like my stomach is bursting at the seams. Nice. I had a really good meal today for my birthday dinner. It was uh, but it wasn't it wasn't didn't make me feel gross. I've been really hesitant to feel gross because I know I'm going to be gross as soon as we get to Tampa. Right. Um, how, how was your birthday? How are you feeling? You know what? I was fine with the whole turning 30 thing. Everyone's like, it's a milestone, blah, blah, blah. It's a milestone. I was, I've been considering myself 30 for a while now and it was a good day. Katie planned the day. We can get into some of that. And then I sat down to do my six pack cinema podcast, uh, on our true detective review and fucking fuckface McFuckerson, John Sheehan just said some really like just blatantly obvious mm. lines that had me come crashing down and get sad about turning right. 30. He's like, you're glazing over it, dude. You're never in your twenties again. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> I was like, that's obvious. Like it's a given, but you just made me think about it in a way. I'm so fucking sad and depressed now. Because yeah. I'm never going to be in my 20s again. He said, then he said, your next milestone is 40. And I wanted to punch him in the fucking face. Jake, I was fine with it. But those two lines have me like really upset about it now. We're going to yeah. be a serious feelings show. Yeah. And you're, you're a guy you, you've always loved, you've loved a lot of things from your youth. You, you, you love. Yeah. I, I guess that's that's kind of the I was I was thinking about it a little bit today and I think because there's nothing wrong with thirty even young thirties the problem with thirty is forty yeah there's no comeback I I kind of don't like 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 if I, it, if I wanted to start training if I wanted to start training today and like run a marathon at thirty three I could bang the hell out of that. But like forty to forty three, not the same. It just—it was just really mean what John did, John did to me. I'm sorry. Katie did nice things for me all day. We went and got breakfast at the breakfast place we like. We went to Barnes and Noble. She took me to Barnes and Noble. Unlimited amount of time. I'm a huge book nerd, so I found a bunch of books. What I do is I just—I just browse for like three hours and I open up the notes in my phone. I put together every book that I would buy if I had unlimited money and time to read. And then I just buy one book in the end. So that was nice. Then I went and got a massage. You into massages, Jake? Okay. I've only done it once or twice. Um, and I just thought it was okay. Like the, the money and what you get from it still doesn't add up for me in my brain. I'm a huge fan of just being touched. 
Mm, um, I bet. Yeah, I had a male masseuse. That's why. That's why we got an Airbnb together in Tampa. Hey, <laughs> uh, one bed, uh, pull-out couch. But I had a a male masseuse, which is a weird thing because like there's nothing sexual about it, but then right. there is like you got fucking a candle in the room and like quiet music, and then you're touching me while you know so with lotiony hands. So like there's nothing sexual about it, but fine. But uh, what I found to rid my awkwardness is I just straight up talked to them while getting massage. Okay. So he was like rubbing a knot in my shoulder. And I was like, so is there any like special different names for knots? Like, what's this level at? He's like, ah, this one's not that bad. It was my right arm, which sits on my mouse just all day. Like that arm, that arm doesn't move. It's wrist only. And he was like, yeah, this arm's much worse than your left, left mobile. So I was just asking him like, what's this about? What's that about? What's going on? He gave me some stretches to do and shit like that. I love a good massage. You, you come too drunk. Like you go to the right. front desk to pay and they're looking at you funny and you're like, uh, cause you were laying down all the blood rush to your head. Then I, uh, then Katie made me a cake. We had some dinner. It's good. She got me this whole big, big jug of take five bars, which was rude, but nice. Rude. Okay. Good. Happy good 30th. And then I sat down and John told me never in my twenties again. I, I, right. And next milestone is 40, and I wanted to fight him. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I think, uh, and yeah, like my mom (laughs) dropped a casual, like getting old sucks today. And it's like, come on, mom. (laughs) I'm right here. Um, All right, so where do I want to jump to? I think A, with masseuses. I think one day when I I have the right income flow and I find the right masseuse, I'm going to be like, bingo. Like, this, this is what I've been missing. You know, what's, what's the, the thing about a masseuse is I want to say like, all right, what are you coming in for? What's been sore? And I'm like, nothing. I just want like the leisure of getting a rub down or whatever you want to call it. Sure. But I shy away from that. I'm like, oh, my shoulders have been tense. So then, then I got the male masseuse and I was like, dude, don't worry about like the legs and the thighs. (laughs) Just we'll do shoulders. And, uh, See, that's the thing. I, I think I'll be able to get into that one day. But then he was really hammering out some knots, and I was like, oh, shit, dude, this kind of hurts. I know it's going to feel better later, but I kind of just wanted a nice relaxing thing. And now I'm fighting back right. tears because you got the knot in my arm that doesn't move, my mouse arm. Uh, that was good. Then he told me, he was like, actually, dude, your shoulders, I didn't find a lot of problems there. It's actually your lower, what's the name for your butt? gluteus maximus Tuchus. okay gluteus maximus he's like it's actually gluteus and the opposite of like minimus but not minimus but something he's like that's where all your things Making are funny your butt saying you got a small butt no 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 it's a different muscle he said it was burrito size i was like that doesn't add up <laughs> then he was, was he like, grabbing your wiener <laughs> <laughs> that's like spring roll sized <laughs> <laughs> okay let's talk about it uh, and then he was like you f- <laughs> massages are fucking weird man he's like yeah you feel it right there and he did something on my gluteus minimus which is like your upper butt lower back and i was like actually yeah that's that feels like a problem area he was like yeah I'm, you should probably come back in three weeks and we'll focus just on that and i was like i don't know if i can make an appointment with you three weeks ahead of time for you to just work on my ass it's <laughs> like Something's gone. I'll come back next birthday. We'll work on it then. <laughs> so this guy's <laughs> rubbing your penis. <laughs> That's what I got from that. Um, yeah, this if it makes you be feel the problem, better. roll over. <laughs> <laughs> we found it. He had a really weird lump. He kept just whispering in my ear. Uh, if you're ready to roll over now, I think we're about ready for you to roll over. And I was like, no, just the shoulders today, man. Just the shoulders <laughs> today. Yeah, so massages there you go me but i'll uh oh i, I lost you for a second we, we made a couple burrito and egg roll ju- i might be too sensual i might be too sensual for massages like or whatever's back there i just think if they're touching my back like i mean they're gonna fight you or kiss you yeah i actually thought about that while we were talking earlier like it, i thought that you 
probably could only have a male masseuse. Because if you had a somewhat attractive female masseuse rubbing you down, I think you'd be positive she was in love with you and, and wanting to have sex. I wouldn't even say that. I, I think there's, there's two different things going on. It's kind of like, I don't know, like when you see like Latin people dancing and it's like, okay, that's, that's like dance floor love, but that's not the actual act of doing it. Like I kind of live in that area. And I, I think that doesn't translate to the massage room. Anyways, that's a good call. I anyone think. I haven't freaked out. <laughs> no, I want to get into <laughs> the la- I want to get into the Latin dancing. I filmed a 50th okay. anniversary once for this in right. Connecticut. I forget where they're from, but they were doing like that Cuban style dancing where like their hands are like on the small of each other's backs, really forcing each other in, and then their hips are moving right. in one. And I'm like, how is this allowed if you're not married or dating? Yeah, like, dude, if you did that to Katie. Well, I wouldn't care that much, but I'd be like, I don't think it's right. They get away with Katie, a lot was, over there. Katie, what was going on with that guy's egg roll? Um, How come you never dance with me like that? Well, you don't dance. <laughs> Fuck! Katie, I'm Fuck! Right here. Um, okay. You ready for a tri-state? Well, <laughs> no, dude. I got, I got, there, it's low on news, and I think we're rolling, so I, I, I got some more fun stuff for you. Let, let me give you a little part of my day. So, so we left my aunt and uncle's house. Um, they set me off with ridiculous things, man. Like, I, I understand my family's Italian and tries to be nice, but, like, muffin Like, that doesn't, that's, that's not how this works anymore. Like, I, it's so nice, but it's incredibly rude. Like, that's, that translates to three pounds. You're putting three pounds on me. What did they You're give increasing- you? I broke up. What a, did bag, they a bag of Tootsie Rolls and muffin tops. <laughs> Yo. Muffin like tops? My mom used to at, keep muffin tops in the house all the time. Yeah. Can't do that. Um, so that that was that was a tough start. So we come up, we come up to St. Pete's Beach. We go to the beach. Nice little out more than expected. Walk around, have have kind of one of these hilarious. You know, we we'd been on the beach for three hours, and I had beers, and I was like, you know what, I'll I'll crack one. It's three p.m. Cracked one instantly. The the first and only beach police guy of the day comes up and he goes, "Oh, Modelo, you got to throw that out, otherwise it's a hundred eighteen dollar ticket." And I'm like, okay, I'm with my mom. Um, but fine, gotcha. So then we we start. Yeah, drinking on the beach. Who knows? I love but, um, numbers. Walk, walk around a little bit, um, come back, reset, um, go get dinner, and we come back out, and my mom's like, all right, let's, we'll, we'll go to this one beach bar. We'll check it out. It's kind of nice. And it was. There's some nice light, some fire. We called up my sister. My mom laughed in her face for being in Syracuse for like five minutes, just like like half rude. Like my mom didn't even realize it, but her first three questions she opened with were like, how cold is it there? Is it snowing? How much snow can you see? And it's like, mom, what are you doing right now? You're kind of being rude. <laughs> um, but so this is where it gets fun, Jim. And I, I, I'm, I need some of your analysis. Okay. So a, um, you can't see my shirt. I got my, my pretty pink Breckenridge shirt on. I can on. only see your um, shirt. I can see your shirt. I can see everything but your face, which is what I'd like to see. There you are. Um, I've already got a good tan going, dude. Two days in the sun. I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting dark. Um, yeah, I used to think you weren't white. And uh, so, yeah, not sure I am. Uh, we just mentioned my Cuban dancing, and Bernie Williams is my dad. But... Mm-hmm. me and my mom i got a pretty lady drink delightful so we come back and it it was a little too low-key like we were looking for low-key like some nice music or something but it was it was too low-key so we come back in the bar that was like beach bar vibes near where we're staying um you could tell it was turning up a little bit in there so we go in there and we're like yeah we'll get one we'll get one so we go in there we we find two seats we sit down and we we see there's a rowdy crew next to us but we don't think too much of it um, it was a family from Minnesota, um, girl's 22nd birthday, 
one of the daughters. Thick accents or not? And uh, she's she's crazy drunk. Not super thick. No, nice people, though. Um, but she she's already sipping on water, and it's like, it's nose. It's, it's not a good scene. We got big hiccups. Um, it seemed plenty nice um, for a blackout girl at the bar on her 22nd birthday. Um, I, I have a girlfriend. She, she, I'll say this girl wasn't my cup of tea. But um, our, both of our mothers were between us. And they start talking. They're being friendly. And uh, the blackout girl just let out a, is he single? <laughs> and both moms at the same time said no. Which was like kind of nice, kind of mean, kind of. It's true, but the Minnesota mom had no idea. Like, how, I, how, I don't know. But oh, the, oh, the Minnesota mom said no. She said no because her daughter was blackout, and because my mom did did say it too. But it, it was too close to the same time. Anyways, whatever. That's fine. Um, and so the mom was laughing because her her husband was blacked out too. They were having a blast. The the, the family was having a good time. So I'm trying to not make eye contact with the blackout daughter because I'm like, I don't know. She's blackout. It's her birthday. I, I, don't, I don't need any part of this. Nobody she's gonna, does. She's already honest. in love with me. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing a classic. I'm flipping through. They had like a bar drinks menu, and I'm just flipping through it over and over. I, I know what I want, but I'm just looking at it just to kind of dodge any conversations. And so, Jimmy... This is where you're going to start liking it. Okay. So across the bar from me, there's a looking gal, and she was mimicking me. So, I mean, we've got rom-com stuff going on here, you know? So everyone at this bar was obsessed with you. So I, yeah, so we'll get there. So I do a double take, and I'm like, no way is she mimicking me. And then as I do a double take, she does one. So I'm like, okay. What was she mimicking you with? Like how, how many actions could you have been doing that she was mimicking them? I I was just, I was, I was flipping the drink menu over and over. It was like one of those, it was a round like clip on thing. So you could just keep going with it all day. So then I stopped and she stopped and then I kept going. She kept going. So I was like, okay. So then she waved, she did like a cute wave. And my girlfriend, Jess is listening. How are you? Um, so she waved, and I, I did like a, hey, hey, how are you wave, not a flirty wave. And uh, so then she, she kept like trying to make eye contact and signal at me, and I was like, no, no. And then so eventually I, I, I pointed at my mom, and I was like, I'm, I'm here with my mom. <laughs> like, this is my wife right here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I could spin that. Um, but um. So this is where things kind of get sad, Jimmy, because I was kind of riding high. I was like, you know what? You're a good boyfriend, Jake. You, you obviously didn't look into this as I'm at a bar with my mom. Um, but um, the, the girl gave a sad face. I like pointed at my mom. I was like, no, sorry. And she's like, oh, okay. She looked a little drunk. Jim, next guy walks up to her. He looked like Sewage Joe from Parks and Rec. Okay. Mustache, sleeveless shirt. Like yeah. Budweiser hat, Florida. like what you picture, yeah, what you picture, <laughs> yeah, St. Pete's Beach, Florida, that time of night. And uh, yeah, so they talk for a minute, he goes for the kiss way too quick, and she dodges it, and she's like, no, I can't do that. And so then Joe he goes for it again, and they start right making away. out. Okay. And then they left. So you're and jealous so, now. And, and so... So, like, I'm happy for Sewage Joe, and maybe she's happy. But, dude, I'm doing one of those butterfly effects in my head. Like, she she looked like she was a couple years older than me. Okay. And so, like, what, what, what if she's sitting at the bar, and she's saying, what am I doing at a St. Pete's Beach bar, pretty drunk, and flirty with this young guy, and I don't know, maybe we'll talk. Maybe it's something, maybe it's not. And then I go, no. I'm like, sorry, can't do that. I'm here with my mom. And then she goes, oh, God, what, what am I doing with my life? I'm drunk at the St. Pete's bar on a Monday. That guy doesn't even want to talk to me. He's short. He's not that good looking. He's not good looking at all. He's short. Um, so then she goes, screw it. She takes another swig of her drink. Sewage Joe comes by. She hooks up with Sewage Joe. I, I feel like I have a responsibility in her life now. 
Um, I mean, okay, here's what went down. Okay. She was uh, head over heels in love with you, obviously. Yep. You turned her down for the woman next to you. She doesn't know it's your mom. She's like, damn, I thought I was going to get this guy because he looks like a guy that would be into older women. He's probably 22. I'm 34. Right. You turned her down for an older woman than her. Right. Now she's like, holy shit, this guy just broke my heart. I'm going to fuck the next guy that comes up to me to spite him. I'm going to make out in front of his face. So she called Sewage Joe over, who's a bar local, who she hooks up with every night to, okay. make, you jealous, to make you jealous. Went home with Sewage Joe. She'll be there back tomorrow night to do it again to another young kid. Okay. Yeah. As long as her and Sewage Joe have a rapport from before, I'm fine with it. But otherwise, it like it was it it was tough. It it made a part of my soul drop that I ruined her life. No, no, you bettered it. Which I could have, anyways. Now I think it's time for sports. The Patriots tried to trade for Odell Beckham Jr. Could it have been real? Will it happen again? Oh, my God. Giancarlo Stan said that the biggest difference in New York was playing in games that mattered past May 7th. <laughs> Barbaric. Let that word resound. Burn. Gee, got him. The New York Knicks said, hey, that rumor about James Dolan trying to sell the team, that's not true. It's 100% false, and we apologize for getting your hopes up. Luis Severino took shots at Jacob deGrom over his threat to not pitch a lot of innings and sit out. Luis Severino said, I'm not a dumb fucking loser like deGrom. I'll pitch no matter what. That deGrom, what a dumb fucking loser. Islanders Josh Ho Sang has been named the AHL Player of the Week, and the Devils AHL team played a game tonight, Jake, and they didn't register a single shot fired in the first period. Okay, all right. A lot of stuff going on in the tri-state. I'm interested in this So Hang guy. Ho Sang. Ho Sang. He got uh, AHL Player of the Week. Why are you interested in him? Because he's good at hockey? Yeah, I'm proud of him. Okay, well, AHL Player of the Week. For the uh, good job, Josh Hosang. Oh, he, he plays for the Sound Tigers. Yeah, that's our favorite AHL team. Yep, Bridgeport Sound Tigers. Drop that puck! Drop that puck! Drop that puck! That's uh, that's the song they play at the beginning of games at Sound Tigers. Yeah, totally. Um, well, you know the the you. Excuse me. <laughs> Just laughing that. Uh, no one probably knew why I was chanting that. Okay, you love Sevy going at Degrom. Uh uh, well, it's it's low hanging fruit for Sevy. He didn't really go at him. He was just like, "That's crazy. I'm a competitor. I'm gonna pitch." And it's what I said. DeGrom's a competitor, too. He's going to pitch. It's the easiest bluff to ever call. Once you get that ball in your hand and you're on the mound, DeGrom, you're going to try your hardest. You're going to do your best. That's what makes you great. Yeah, I think I think it's a little... I mean, the Yankees, again, have been above 500 for the past 27 years or something like that. Um, so I just think it's, it's interesting. We've, we've got two guys... That- Rom is hoping to get a contract. Um, so I just think, and I, I think it'll be if the Mets are out of it in in August, September. Like if I'm Degrom, I'm not throwing any bullets. I know you and I slightly disagree on this, but yeah, that's why you're um, not, that's why you never made it, and I'm in the pros. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> do you like the Dolan stuff at all? Uh, no, I don't care. It's funny that someone started that fake rumor. If it's not true, like what's what's a rumor New York fans would eat up? What's the number one thing they want? James Dolan's trying to sell the Knicks. Yeah, 
Harper. That's Christmas. Durant. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was pretty funny. There was, you know, Simmons was tweeting about it, all these leaks from All-Star Weekends that Dolan was having serious talks. And, uh, no, we don't even have plans to have plans. Um, so that sucks, and it hurts your soul a little bit as a Knicks fan, but that's just what you expect. Um, it just hurt me deep inside. Uh, bingo. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Go Knicks. Um, talk, talk about throwing heat. Talk about it. Talk heat. Talk about it. Talk about that heat being thrown. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good, good burn on the Marlins. Gee, got it. Got him. It's true, though. What are, what are you going to do when Odell goes to your Patriots, Jim? Uh, I plead the fifth. I want wow. To, I don't. I don't care. I'm not. Okay. Whatever. That's going to get me. People are going to be like, "You're not a whatever." I don't care. No, Odell does um, nothing. Odell does nothing for me. He's been hurt right. the last two seasons. So, how many seasons are left on his contract? Four? Three? Um, something like that. I'm not sure. We're, like, dangerously close to the area of if you can get something for him, you have to look through that avenue in my mind. Ooh. But that's... But not really. You'd have to get so much. So, so I don't say that lightly. You'd have to get a lot back. But he's been hurt the last two years. Maybe this is one of the one of the fo- this is one of the football leg up things on other sports that you know where I'm I'm always looking for. I always wonder why football is that much more popular. Every Wait, literally, I can, ev- I can tell you why football is most literally. Popular. Uh, Jim, we, let me get there. Literally, every football team will have an article about should we are are we going to trade for Odell Beckham Jr. And, like, in baseball, it doesn't work like that. Like, it's not like every team is like, should we sign Manny Machado? Like, if a Rays article wrote that, we'd laugh in their face. Um, basketball is the same way. Like, every basketball team this offseason isn't going to be like, hey, you think Kevin Durant's going to sign? Um, so I think that's kind of a, uh, a unique part about football. Like, any team in their head could make sense of a trade for Odell Beckham Jr. So that's kind of fun. That's, like, that's going to be one of the biggest stories of – of the football offseason, even if he doesn't get close to getting moved at all. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not really. Say the last point again. So, like, literally every team, if you were any NFL team, a fan of any NFL team, you could be like, all right, yeah, maybe if we if we package a, a first and a third and we get Odell Beckham, you know, that that could change the whole dynamic of our offense. It could help our quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Like you, every, every football team, there's not one football team out there that's like, oh, no, no chance. But like basketball with Durant or baseball with Machado Harper, like there's teams that are just automatically ruled out. So many teams. In football, Odo Beckham Jr. could go to any team. And if you were a fan of that team, you could be hopeful about getting them. So like that, every Every all thirty NFL teams is gonna are there thirty two um, are gonna have their bloggers being like, what should we give up for Odell? Where the Memphis Grizzlies aren't gonna have a should we get Kevin Durant blog? Yeah, baseball's Something. a better comparison because NBA you got five guys that play, so it's a little harder. But baseball's a good comparison. Well, yeah, I mean baseball, the money becomes more of a factor, kind of, but um, yeah. like the basketball, they can the players essentially dictate where they can go. Um, But yeah, I don't know. There's hope for everyone. You think every team would be in on Odell? I think we'd, I think there's teams that would be like, no, thank you. Not looking to go that route right now. I mean, think about it. If you, if you have a good offense, you're telling yourself, wow, if we could get Odell Beckham in house and make him play by our rules, we could be incredible. If you're a mediocre offense, you're saying, okay, he could take us from being mediocre to great. Yeah, if but you're I mean, there's salary, offense, there's salary stuff in the NFL, too. 
Yeah, but they can, they can juggle that around decently. And I, I mean, I, I don't think there's any team that would be like, oh, if, if we had to just, we just couldn't squeeze them in the roster. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if every team would do it. I think it might. I, I, I don't know why it would be different than other sports. I kind of explained it twice, so I think I'm good. Yeah, I don't buy your explanation. Okay. Because I, I feel like if you said like, "Hey, we have an open flyer for Odell," I don't think every team would place a bid. Right. I'm. I'm saying. I'm saying from the fan perspective, Jim. Like every fan could t- be telling themselves, "We have a chance at Odell Beckham." Where uh, not every fan in the NBA or MLB thinks they have a shot at every player. Ah, uh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess so. That makes that makes sense. But I don't think every team would do it. We got dumb fans. But uh, are we done with? Uh, is there anything else we needed to cover here? Oh, I had this line from the the Devils game that they didn't have a single shot. The Devils minor league team they didn't have a single shot in the first period. Someone said I was there. It was brutal. But the first shot on goal in the second period got a standing ovation. That's pretty funny. I like that. I like hockey fans. Good Bronx cheer. If, if you're the coach, on goal. You're the coach after that first period. What are you telling the guys? Shoot the fucking puck. <laughs> okay. Drop like that it. puck. Basic. Drop that puck. If anyone played like NHL hits or some other hockey video game back in the early 2000s, there was a song that was like, all the scientists are running around looking for the monkey, but he can't be found because he's down by the pond playing hockey with the kids. Popular video game song. The band that sings that song is the Sound Tigers, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers in-house MC crew. (laughs) So it's just nonstop that band. And so on that band's album, which in turn was like the stadium sounds of the Bridgeport games, was a song called Drop Mm. That Puck, which was just them chanting Drop That Puck over and over again. Good album. That's a good song. Good song. All right. National news. Video game song week would be fun. National news. PGA Tour, okay, shorts and practice round and pro-ams. Is the PGA Tour getting soft? Weird. We can leave the pin in. We can wear shorts. 2019, I don't care. Jimmy Bruce Bochy, baseball legend, to retire after this season. Josh Allen signs a fans <laughs> signs for a fan. Am I still trash? At Jalen Ramsey, who called him trash earlier in the year. Jalen Ramsey responded online, yes, you are. In the battle for Virginia, the Cavaliers win a tight one over the Hokies, 64-58. We'll talk about why that's important. And Jimmy, D-Generation X, your boys and girls, China, shout out, inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. National news. Uh, this Josh Allen story. What's your What's your take before I give mine? Say that again. The Joshua uh, Allen story. Josh Allen story. Am I still trash? You like that? Which side you, do you, you think like I like? Uh, both. No. Both. I think you like Josh Allen. I think you like Josh Allen. Good. Well, so this is the part you're missing right now. Josh Allen signed that for a fan because the fan asked for it. The fan asked him to write, am I still trash? Yeah. Oh, now I hate the fan the most. I well, like You hate I like, the fan. Yeah, and Allen for doing it. I would say, like, no, not, that's just going to make me look like a big dum-dum. And it did because Jalen's saying yes. He wins. That's it's a layup. It's a layup <laughs> win. Josh Allen looks like an idiot. The fan who asked him to sign that, I guess he got his viral moment. If like his tweet is going popular, um, but Josh Allen looks like a fool, and Jalen looks like a funny guy. 
Oh, Josh Allen's Bills beat Jalen Ramsey's Jaguars this year, Jim. So that's a good win on the field. Off the field, Jalen just just uh the Jalen response made me laugh. The other part yeah. made me the other part <laughs> made me cringe. Ah, like, uh, yes. So the sign Absolutely. makes me cringe. Jalen makes me laugh. Did uh did you see speaking of times where you think you look like a tough guy and and then you don't did you see this video where this like six seven dude dunks on this five nine dude and then stares him down yes the the high school kids yeah so it's uh if you search the tweet it's like imagine being six seven and staring down a five nine dude that didn't even jump with you barstool tweeted it someone else quote tweeted it quote tweet went viral and someone in the reply said I don't think I've ever seen someone throw down a dunk on someone else and take the L. Okay. Because that guy who dunked looks like the biggest idiot in the world for staring down a five, nine dude who didn't even try to defend him. Yeah. I mean, the, the only part that's tough about me about that is we get a five second snippet and we make the reaction like that kid could have been talking trash to him for 25 minutes and then that that kid gets his dunk gives him the stare and then that's what goes viral you know i i guess there's the chance of that which makes me a little hesitant okay but i I, i'm gonna i'm gonna share it with you real quick because i need your comment on this aspect of it because he stares that that's totally true and i I thought that in my head i was like i i thought that little kid was probably talking shit and he deserved it but if you click the video, if you can, and watch it, there's a comment below that goes, that little dude grabbed eye, ca- <laughs> grabbed eye contact real quick. And the term grabbed eye contact or caught eye contact, grabbed eye contact is I think the term, made me laugh. It's a good phrase. And then if you watch it and see how quick the little dude was to grab eye contact, it's impressive. Are you watching it? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, yes, and I'm having some internet struggles too. But yes, he they did grab eye contact. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know it it for me. I I you you'd think I would take the side of the the gritty undersized person trying to guard him, but I feel like I've been on the end of that where I've deserved that slightly. Yeah, he didn't so, even try to guard him though. But I I yeah. I love that. Um, would you? No, I wouldn't play basketball. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> what else did we have here? Bruce, Bruce Bochy to retire. Why? You sad? Why is he retiring? I think this is going to be a fake retire. I think it might be a shot to try to bring Bryson to San Francisco. I don't know what it is. I guess he's older than I thought he was. He's 63. It's funny because we, like, Bruce Bochy, 63 years old. But in baseball terms, that doesn't freak people out. Yeah. But, like, think about 63 and, like, actually traveling that much, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, like, it's a grind. Like, we got tired the end of last Yankees podcast season. Never mind (laughs) this guy managing 25 adult men and going to all the games and everything. Like, I I get it, dude. (laughs) I think he's the oldest manager. Oh, really? Ned Yost is also 63. And... And there's one more. There's... uh, Oh, no, hold on. There's uh, Jim... Riggleman, the Reds manager, is 66, and Joe Madden, 65. So he's fought one of the five oldest I managers. What's that? You there? How about that? I didn't hear anything you said. Yeah? Say. I said I ate at a Joe Madden restaurant the other day. Oh, was it good? Jack Curry told us that his like steakhouse in Tampa was good or something for brunch. I forget the name of it. AVA, Ava, Ava. Um, and still the most mind blowing part of it all. Nick Saban, 67 years old. 
Like, that is crazy. What? Hey, hey, here's here's one for you, Jake. How old do you think Joe Torre was during the stretch during the 1996 to 2000 stretch? How old would you guess he was? Who Torrey Zimmer? I missed the I missed the question. Torrey, how old would you guess Torrey was during the stretch of Yankees wins? Ninety six to two thousand. I mean, he's. I guess. Jesus. Um. I guess early fifties. Fifty five in nineteen ninety six. Sixty in two thousand one. I would have. I thought he was older. I thought he looked older at the time, but I guess I was watching him with really little kid eyes. So, I mean, how old is he now? Is he like 79? I think he's uh, hundreds, 179. Totally not hundreds. 179 is what, let me pull it up. Oh, 178. Yeah. Turned 79 this year. And he's still, he's still really active. What's that statement mean? Good for you, Joe. Beat me up. Who's the youngest manager in baseball right now? And then we'll move on. Um, Osmus. Kapler. Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash. I could be reading a really outdated website, though. Okay. That's so. fair. <laughs> All right. Do we need anything else? PGA Tour OKs shorts in practice and pro-ams. Great. Be less of uh, like a... Be less of what you are a little bit keep it but you could golf can what's what's the word for what i'm trying to say like pretentious or hoity-toity they could they could stuffy stuffy they could they could make 10 percent changes to make themselves less stuffy and they'd still be the most stuffy sport going mainstream sport going in a landslide like they could chip away oh, yeah. so much of their stuffiness and still be the leading stuffy sport and not lose their gentleman club vibe. So just make some changes. We're, uh, I mean, this, this was mostly to prepare you for everybody that's going to be coming out. I mean, a little bit now, but when we're like in 40 years from now, people are going to be like, Oh yeah. You know, I, a real golfer always wears pants. I remember when they put in that shit rule. And then you could tell that person, like, oh, no, it'd be good if you shut your butt. <laughs> good shut your butt's always good. It's halftime, and it's a really quick halftime because we're running behind. And I know, I, I, oh, okay. Did you not get the message? Really quick halftime. I snuck it in um, at the beginning of the sports segment there. Well, A, we didn't talk about the WWE inductions at all. Um, whatever. Um, but I also mentioned video game song week, which we have a new, we have a song, we have a song guy auditioning for us this week. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I think there's some classic video game songs. Everyone jumps to Tony Hawk. I've got a couple classic sports ones that are just stuck in my head. So I don't know. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of video games, so I don't know. But I played Crash Bandicoot for two weeks one summer. Maybe they had a good song. Yeah. Like, Play some of that. I once worked a wedding and there was these two Game Boy enthusiasts married each other. And during cocktail or during dinner, you play like light background music. You know, usually it's like Sinatra or uh, whatever his name is. The new Sinatra, Michael Buble type shit. And uh, sure. this Game Boy couple just played the Game Boy theme. While everyone was eating dinner. This is nauseating. But I'm glad you guys Love found it. I am so glad you two found each other. Love it. They also didn't, da they didn't dance at their wedding. They sat by the stairs and played video games. Because that's the type of people they were. Which is great that they found each other. But what am I supposed to film? I can't just film you guys sitting at the stairs in your wedding outfits playing Game Boy. Very weird situation for me. Okay. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. A North Carolina man lost his pants and the 10 grand that was in them after meeting a woman for sex. Authorities mm. 
found <laughs> that, that that one resonated, huh? Authorities found a three foot gator at a suspected drug house nicknamed El Champo, and a father spinning a gun on his finger accidentally shoots himself at his daughter's birthday party. A man who liked the DMV too much has been taken into custody for... uh, He just kept stalking the DMV and buying pizzas, is what they say. I don't really see the problem. A teenager in a coma wakes up with a surprise baby daughter. I read the news today, oh boy. I want to start with this coma one, Jake, because I specifically didn't click the link to find out more. Because I want to understand how you read this story. Teenager in coma wakes up with surprise baby daughter. Now, are you more interested if this is a female teenager and she gave birth while in coma, never even knew she was pregnant before she went into coma? Or is it cooler to you if uh, it's a dude and he got uh, raped while he was in coma, had a baby? Well, so you dropped the hard R in one of the stories and you didn't drop it in the other story. Well, maybe she got pregnant before I, I made it so the girl didn't get raped because people don't like that. So I had her get pregnant right. well, before she went into that's, coma. That's but she the didn't. problem because if, if if the guy is getting R-worded that's that's a lot worse because that's the R-word is still being used there. Yeah, but it was his girlfriend and she just wanted to procure his seed in case he died. Still the R-word. Can't can't ever lean on that side. If one side has the R word and one doesn't, your word. Okay, so which one do you want it to be true? Um, I mean, I don't know. It'd be fun if it was either one. I, I, fun's not the right word, I guess. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't care, honestly. Have, congratulations on the kid. Here you go. A teenager who went into coma after going to bed with a headache woke up four days later to discover she had given birth to a surprise baby girl. Ebony Stevenson, 18, of Oldham, had no idea she was pregnant when she went to bed feeling unwell. She was taken to the hospital after suffering a series of seizures where medics discovered she was expecting. Her unborn baby had been hidden in one of two wombs in a rare condition called two-wombitis. One of the wombs was... Con- <laughs> this real... have you got god no everything's real besides 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 two womitis i made that i made up that word it's actually in a rare condition called uterus did i I didn't want to have to struggle through pronouncing that so i just changed the name of it to two on the spot you went to Midas. okay i I did it so seamlessly just checking cracking making sure instead of saying trying to pronounce uterus diddlefus (laughs) i said two Midas pretty nicely um two Midas. yeah um yeah so she her life she's like it's a miracle it's a miracle and it's like well i don't know because is it you're 18. Did you want the baby? Congrats. Mom, how was I born? Well, I thought you were a headache. Then yep. I thought I died. Yep. Then I came undead. Yep. And you told me I gave birth to you. Bingo. How do you know that I'm really yours and someone didn't just give me up for adoption and then they told you that that's what happened? Oh shit! I never. Honestly, that would freak me out. I would say, like, show me the video of the birth. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not buying it. Yeah, it's actually a good call, right? Yeah. I don't feel like I just gave birth. I feel like I'd know if I was pregnant and gave birth, sir. (laughs) That had to be a hard thing. They had to film it. Now look, here's you. You're uh, you're you're unconscious, and we're just scraping. (laughs) A baby out of you. That was disgusting. Scraping a baby <laughs> out? Disgusting. Oh, that no. Was, that was, I apologize. That was disgusting. I took it too far. Jeez. We'll move on to another story. I think we did a good job with that one, but I took it too far at the end. Covered it. 
Uh, I don't have much on the alligator at the drug house nicknamed El Champo besides this fantastic nickname. You there? El Champo is really good. Um, I watched... I watched the movie Into the Blue for the first time through and through this weekend. And El Champo would have been a good character in that movie. I don't even know what that movie is. Into the Blue? Oh, the Paul Walker Je- one? Yeah, Jessica Alba, Paul Walker, Scott Kahn, J- Josh Brolin, Jimmy. Young Josh Brolin, your favorite? I do like a young Josh Brolin. He couldn't have been that young, though. He wasn't that young. Um but uh, it's it's an okay movie, but there's, not to give too much away, but there are some underwater drugs. Some sharks get involved a little bit, but, you know, if if a gator came in and ate some of the drugs, boom, we could have had El Champo 15 years ago. El Champo. Good nickname. Good nickname. Never been your nickname. Never been my nickname. Might be. That was your old high school nickname? El Lardbutt? No, 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 no. It was Gluteus Maximus instead of, and you were known as Gluteus Minimus. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool, duo. I'll That's take tough it. for you. What? I like that. Uh, well, your masseuse <laughs> said you had a small wiener. North Carolina man loses pants $10,000 after meeting woman for sex. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Things got pretty crazy in there. <laughs> that, let's not ask what anybody was doing there, but it's, it's missing. So, <laughs> well, what were, what were you doing with the woman? Well, I was paying her for sex. Well, just ask the lady. Like I so, charged. Ask the girl. Uh, I charge a thousand dollars. He paid me a thousand dollars. Okay, can't do anything about this because it was all illegal. I was paying her to find my pants <laughs> and now they're both gone. <laughs> so you can imagine how I feel right now. Just officers, please help me out. Can't. Please, please help. Better the day. It's the better the day. Better the day. Better the day. Jakey, Jakey's a stupid man, but he's smart. Barely, barely covers his ass and wins by half a point. Vegas does it again. I would like Vegas to really reconsider that whole thing where, like, if I lose, but it's, come on, it's so close. Let me off the hook. Right. Like, it's so close. Your one-point rule would have been huge here. My one-point rule, like, I'm in limbo. They fucking basically did it. You cocksuckers i was i forgot the what if the line was six or six and a half so i was hoping for a push but it wasn't you win congrats jake your first monday win in a goddamn century and that was huge because i lost friday so that just would have sent things spiraling we would have been together at spring training you would have been in my ear talk 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 know why the bet came through because we're do, we're recording on monday night if we were recording on tuesday the bet would have lost Oh yeah, but because we're, we're because we're recording Monday night, um, and yeah, dude, the game actually wasn't that close towards the end, but, but <laughs> eat cheapies towards the end, cover the spread. That's all you got to do, Jim. Um, yeah, I saw it and I was like, "This looks good for me," and then it wasn't. And then it wasn't. I'm I'm, um, I'm shooting fifty six percent when I agree with you, and thirty eight when I disagree with you. Wow. It's better to agree with you. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Oh, can't even see your dumb face. Who do you got today, Gluteus Maximus? I think we're going to shoot for a fun one tomorrow, Jim. We'll be together to watch it. We're doing a battle. Royale. Of the Dolly. Of the, we're we're going to keep it in-state battles this week, Jim. Or as long as I stay hot. Okay. You are getting a nice tan already. Vanderbilt versus Tennessee. Wow, Vandy versus my volunteers. 
You there? Yeah, we'll ask you for a second. Okay. Vandy versus my volunteers. What do you got? So the spread is minus 18 and a half. Okay. Uh, tennis, Tennessee just dropped to fifth in the country after losing to Kentucky. They were, they were number one. Kentucky came in and beat them by 17. Uh, Kentucky played incredible. It was in Kentucky. They wanted it. Kentucky's playing great basketball. It could be them and Duke at the end. Tennessee dropped all the way to the five seed from one after losing at Kentucky, the fifth seed. Tennessee is going to be pissed. They still think they're the best team in the country. Vandy's terrible this year. Vandy is 9-16. and 16. They're dead in the water. I think Tennessee's probably going to be up 15, maybe 20 at the half. I think they end up running away. They win this game by 30 points or so. So I'm taking Tennessee and 18 and a half points. What's That's the, a lot of them. The last, the last time you bet against a team of a of a school of a loved one on of of one of our loved ones, what happened, Jake? You tell me. You lost. You bet on Marist. I love my sister Ritzy. She went to Marist. Now your girlfriend. That's one school. of your loved ones. That's not my loved one. A loved one on the show. What's this spread? Yeah, What's this spread? 18? 18 and a half, brother. Thank you for that. If the if a fucking that half point comes into play, I'm going to kill myself. I love you, Ritzy. Uh, so you're betting against Jess's school. Is she okay with this? Oh, yeah. Um, Vandy's, got, Vandy's got bad sports town fives. Have you, have you even thought about the mascot matchup here? Oh, yeah. A Commodore versus a volunteer? Yeah. If a volunteer yep. even tries to make eye contact, if he tries to grab eye contact with the Commodore, he's going to the shoe. Get in the bottom of the ship. You fucking scrub? Yeah, that might be that might be sweet on water, but this is on land in Tennessee. You walk into Tennessee and say, I'm the Commodore of that ship. Wait, this game's and not being played on a ship? the come up to you and say, no, game's not on a boat. I thought this was ship week. No. That changes things for me. I was positive all no. the games were being played on ships yeah, this week. College basketball got rid of ship week. Remember? Because it kept raining and it was really slippery. And they're like, maybe, yeah. maybe don't play on a giant boat in the ocean anymore. It was never officially titled Ship Week, although that would have been better. What a dumb... Oh, the game's delayed. Why? Well, it's really wet on the court. Why is that? Because we're on a fucking boat in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we don't do this next year. I hope, fucking hope so. I'm gonna disagree with you because that's a that's a. Uh... Oh my god! <laughs> Jakey, Jakey, about to make You're a fool. big mistake. That's a that's a ridiculous line. Eighteen and a half. Give the Commodores some credit. Of points. It's a lot of points. We can't both be on the same side. This might be the high, the biggest line you've ever bet. It's got. Yeah, be. I think so. I, I did. I did a Buffalo game that was a lot of points. I think. You did uh, Michigan um, yeah, at think, Minnesota, 12 and a half. <laughs> yep. And, uh, I got, and you scoffed at me for that one. And and uh, and Buffalo was 11 and a half. This is 18. Oh, yeah. We're umping the ante here. Yeah, I'm just If Vandy plays like five good minutes of basketball, it's done. But I don't think they're going to. Well, maybe, Jake. Well, maybe. Well, may put that on my birth certificate. Well, maybe. That'd be weird. Sex. What? <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for fixing that joke for me. Because <laughs> it was it was rough. <laughs> I had you. Yeah. All right. Update. It's now eleven forty p.m. I have two full hour shows to edit and post. <laughs> Yeah. 11.40 a.m. That's probably going to bring me to, I'll give myself a half hour. I'll get high and I'll try to do it quick, bang them out quickly. That would bring me to, after midnight, 
to pack all the electronics up and everything. Right. right. That brings me to probably one o'clock, two hours of sleep, drive an hour and a half to the airport, fly two hours to you. We land yeah. at 9 a.m. We're going to go straight to Tampa to make some content or just, I don't know what we're doing. But yeah, a rough stretch for me. First, yeah, we're going to have to get you in front of the camera a lot tomorrow. I'm going to be loopy, loopy, doopy. You're going to be wonky. Oh, wonky. Like your left toe. Brian Hoke, how do you like men massaging you? Yo, Brendan Cuddy had two good tweets today. Brian Hoke, am I massaging you right now? <laughs> Brendan Cuddy had that. Everyone in my mentions meet up and fight. I beg you. <laughs> really? <laughs> I really liked that tweet. And then and then Brian Hoke did a spot on MLB TV. And Cuddy made some joke like, wow, how'd they get the world's largest egg <laughs> on TV? <laughs> It's rude. Hoke's got a bald head. That's funny. No one's ever called you egghead. No. They have Minus called you uh they have called you uh that's, that's what that girl that's what that girl's thinking while she's hooking up with Sewage Joe right now. Yeah, she that guy be... with the peanut head wasn't even into me. Yeah, peanut head with the two wieners for noses. Okay. <laughs> this this was John Boy and Jake, Jake Radio. Radio. We thank you for tuning in. Here's our song to send us out. Well, it's a day.